Hi, this is Azim Sahir, a human capital specialist. I wanted to personally welcome you and thank you for joining us today. We are really glad you are here because this podcast designed to inspire people to live a meaningful life and pursue their passion. Welcome to EI Cafe with Azim Season 3. I give late look back at the lives and business of today's most important element with emotional intelligence. You will learn how emotional intelligence can be a key factor for your success in both personal and professional life. You will hear key life lessons and tips from most prominent personalities, business leaders, entrepreneurs, EI practitioners and executive coaches from all over the world. Just to let you know, you can watch the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. So sit back, relax with a cup of coffee and let's get into the show. This is EI Cafe with Azim. 30 minutes of valuable learning. Keep listening, keep learning and keep improving. Many professionals have a strong resistance to leaving a job that is not working out. Quitting is hard because it carries an implication that you gave up, did not try hard enough or where not good enough to make it work. The reality, as said Godlin so aptly puts it, is that the motivational quotes that tell you quitter never win and winners never quit are, are wrong. Winners quit all the time. They just quit the right stuff at the right time. A very warm welcome to this. So as the season three of EI Cafe with Azim, and I'm your host, Azim Child, a human capital specialist, a legal serious play facilitator, and an ICF certified coach, an emotional intelligent practitioner. Here we are again for another exciting episode, a 30 minutes of valuable learning. And today's episode, as the introduction comes into the picture, we are going to talk about how to quit and what's in it for all. Now, when we say quit, don't think like it's going to be a negative one, but that's why we're here for. We are going, we have brought an expert to talk about that. She has written a book on it. So let me introduce her. She's the founder and CEO of Mind Hatch Consultancy that helps organizers and create that condition for innovation and creativity to thrive. Through Mind Hatch, she delivers her unique mix of expertise, design thinking, organizational improvement, innovation facilitation, innovation facilitation, and diversity and inclusion. And most importantly, she's the author of I Quit, The Life-Affirming Joy of Giving Up. Ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome Konur Behar, founder and CEO of MindHatch. All right, Konur officially welcome to EI Cafe. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me on. So first and foremost, thank you very much Conor, for joining us today um, uh, on your busy schedule um, to spend uh, 30 minutes of valuable your time to make us understand the topic of quit. And uh, I did went through a little bit of snippet of your book which you shared. Uh, something fantastic phenomenon that you have put it out. 
in in fact it, it gave me the realization um you know i was in the middle east for about 10 years and uh, when i wanted to quit the job from there come here into my country and settle down in sri lanka i i had the same feeling going into my mind how do i do this you know so i think this is a topic that many of us need to really focus on so that, that's why i really picked this particular topic so uh in that like corner i just wanted to ask you um what was your first big quit yes oh my first big quit um was definitely my first job out of graduate school um i'd say that was the first big good one <laughs> and it was um it was a job that i thought i would spend the rest of my life in that field in that industry and 3 months in i got sexually harassed so like very very early i was sexually harassed and um and obviously that was awful as it is for every every woman um but you know in the ensuing months you know and as it was being taken care of which thankfully it was i i put a lot of pressure on the organization to take care of it um i it was really just like a a, a realization that oh wow this this career that i thought i wanted and i thought that i could do anything if i was working on that mission you know that i thought i could be mission focused no matter what as long as i'm helping other people i will be happy it suddenly was like a record scratch it was like eh! <laughs> you know it was like wait a minute um you know there are other things that i began to understand that i valued and i understood my trade-offs better you know and i realized like wow i'm not willing to put up with organizational or moral dysfunction you know to do this kind of work and so it really drew one of the first professional lines in the sand for me um and it was obviously scary because up until that point i was very much a linear do this then happens do this then that happens hard work pays off you know like stick it out it's very much that kind of a person like a perfectionist to do the right thing kind of mm. person mm. and then i i very quickly like hit my limit and realized wait a second this is not the right choice and it was very um liberating very empowering um that i made that choice and it like many people i whose stories i share in the book it opened up so many other more and better possibilities for me um and it made me find what i wanted in life like a lot faster mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. i think um one of the elements like um, can i ask you this once once you quit that job what was your next mm-hmm. journey yeah well believe it or not that job was worth quitting for unemployment <laughs> so i i quit that job moved to it was that bad um i quit that job i moved to a far cheaper city uh moved in with the man who would become my husband um and like looked for jobs and so my my next career journey was actually um dedicated i i knew once i left that original field i wanted to go to the private sector i knew that i wanted to get some private sector experience work in innovation so i had like that learning about what i wanted my next my next career journey to be and so i just moved to a cheaper city and began my job hunt and was lucky enough to get a really great job as a consultant at Deloitte and moved back to that city for that job <laughs> and so um so yeah and i was really able to use that time that i had applying for jobs to just do a lot of informational interviews with so many people i mm. i i thought i was interested in so many careers and i would talk to anyone who would speak to me and it was a really helpful helpful time period in my life to really narrow in on what i wanted to do 
Wow, that's 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 amazing. Um, you know, you need a lot of courage to quit, right? What do you think? I I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely think so. I think you need a lot of courage, and you also need a lot of um, sense of who you are and what your values are. You know, I I think you don't need that to quit, but I think if if you want to quit with confidence. Mm. I, and and with the um, with assurance that you won't have regrets for it, I think it helps a lot to really know what you stand for, know what your values are, know what mm. you're willing to put up with, mm. and what you're not willing to put up with. Right. So here the question I'm going to ask you before I move on to the next element: There are people who is now employed or working on something which they don't like, but they have mm. no they have no option. Might be yeah. the family commitment, the financial impact it will create. Uh, there are a lot of things. He might be the breadwinner in the family. He had no option to quit that yeah. job, but but he he don't like that job. He don't have passion or the love to do that job. Mm-hmm. What would be your take if you are in that scenario? How do we tackle this? Like, how can we take out this particular element? How can someone um, take out from there? That's the question. Let's see. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you bring up that scenario because I I definitely discuss in the book how certain things you quit. Like quitting those things is an act of privilege, you know, especially in the case that you just described, you know, often quitting jobs is a privilege, right? Or leaving a relationship is a privilege that not everyone really has the choice to make. You know, when I quit my own first job, I was unmarried, didn't have children, you know, had, had no life responsibilities, you know, so I definitely want to be very respectful of like that not everyone does have the same choices in life. And so I think the situation you're describing is, is that, you know, like, what do you do if like you're, you're responsible for other people other than yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, um, what I want to say that quitting is not always the right choice for everyone. You know, um, I think, I think some people think they're going to read this book and then they're going to like quit everything in their lives, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but really it is about, um, well, well, I hope it encourages people to quit more things than they currently are. Um, it's not about wholesale, changing everything in your life, you know, it really is about matching your actions to your values, right? So to this person in this scenario you've given, I would say, okay, you dislike your job, right? Um, Really examine why you are staying in that job. You know, I I say in the book that quitting is a choice, but so is not quitting. I think that second part is so important to someone in this scenario you describe because, you know, I guess you may dislike the job, but Maybe you're someone for whom family is a number one thing and you're willing to do whatever it takes for your family, you know? And so maybe your job is not your entire life and it's something that you're willing to put up with, right? Because your higher level value is your family, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think it's really about just like knowing yourself enough and knowing what your values and your trade-offs are mm-hmm. that then decide, encourages you to, I hope to say, okay, well, I dislike this job but I am choosing to stay in it because something else is more important to me, you know? So rather than the non-choice, the I'm sticking this out just for the sake of sticking it out, you know, or because everyone expects me to do this, you know, <laughs> I think, um, you know, and, and conversely, someone might look at that job and say, well, no, my work is as important to my family and I value both equally and I'm going to find a mm-hmm. job that can meet both values, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it is such an individual choice. Um, and that's why the book really stays away from how and when to quit, right? Because mm-hmm. it is such an individual choice uh, on what matters to you most. Right. So 
frustration comes into picture. Certain people really, really get frustrated uh, in a certain scenario. For example, let's say in an in organizational context, um, mm -hmm. I get frustrated about the environment, the culture of the organization. I've been there for some time. Now, now I'm sick and tired. Without thinking, not thinking of the future, he just quit or he or she just yeah. quit, right? Um, they take that sudden decision that, you know, the, your brain signal gives right now, it's time, just let it go, finish. Right? And <laughs> the person just suddenly finish it off. Is it the right thing to do? Well, you know, I'll, I'll say to, to each their own for sure. You know, like I interviewed nearly 40 happy quitters for my book. Um, and I would say that many of them were really proud of how they quit, right? And I think for the, and, and there were, kind of two different camps of how to quit. Some people are very proud that they quit in a very responsible, respectful, professional way. They didn't make a rash decision. They didn't mm. burn any bridges, you know? And, and for some of those people, um, they were proud because, you know, they said, listen, I, I left the door open to unquit. Mm. And that was really important to me, right? So again, reflecting their value, taking care of their future selves, right? And I also talked to some people who, were proud of how they quit, but they left in a blaze of fire, <laughs> you know, like they, <laughs> you know, they, um, they burned all the bridges and, and for many of them, they did, they did it intentionally because for them, it matched their value of, listen, I, I need to make sure this door is closed to me so that I don't go back, you know, so I don't suffer from that weakness <laughs> again, you know, and so, so I think in terms of what is the right or wrong thing to do, I think it's really, again, about matching your values, but also think taking care of your future self, mm -hmm. you know, and what is in the best interest, right? I think, I think when it comes to how to quit and what to quit, there's also a lot of um, thinking around risk calculation, right? Like what is the risk to me to do it, do it mm -hmm. this way? You know, when I, when I quit that job um, in my mid twenties, I was making no money, like, I could, it was easier to be in a cheaper city and unemployed than in the city I was at the salary they were paying me, you know? So it was like kind of a low risk, <laughs> low risk thing. I was not giving up a lot, you know, by, by quitting it. Um, so I think just like uh, examining your own risk tolerance mm -hmm. and if it's important to you to leave doors open for yourself in the future, or if you know yourself well enough that like you, you it's not good for you to leave those doors open in the future. Right. I, I, I get that part, this calculation part. I think that's what happens back mm -hmm. in our mind when, when you're thinking about a lot of quitting the job yeah. or any particular projects or whatever. Now, mm -hmm. the next question I want to ask in the same line when you're coming into it, does quitting involve in innovation? By quitting a job, do you think you innovate certain things in your life? Interesting. Yeah. So I, I definitely think quitting has a lot to do with an innovation mindset for sure. And so um, the, the book, of course, includes stories from all avenues of life, not just quitting jobs and careers, but you asked specifically about just quitting a job, um, you know, help with innovation. And I, my personal experience is, has been yes. <laughs> you know, I think, um, you know, in, in innovation, you know, we talk a lot about rapid prototyping and iteration of solutions and always discovering new things, right? And it's this constant back and forth of learning and action, learning and action. And I think definitely um, a person who is willing to take a productive risk, which might look like 
leaving a job, quitting a job, um, is going to be like, I think very well suited to taking productive risks for innovation, for example, like, okay, what can we learn from this, this next thing, this next iteration of my life or iteration of my career, you know? And, um, so I think there's a lot to be said for the connections between, Mm. um, the act of quitting and kind of the process and mindsets for innovation. Um, because again, in innovation, you know, like, um, you know, society has, has linked quitting to things like failure, right? My book, of course, is all about reconceiving that, right? And then changing that stigma. Mm-hmm. But in innovation, you know, failure, for the most part, has the stigma is gone. You know, you, you fail to learn, you fail early to succeed. Mm-hmm. And so I think we can view our lives in the same way, you know, mm-hmm. of um, really constantly examining our choices. And again, viewing not quitting as a choice, you know, when you view it that way, you can really see like, okay, is this action um, matching what I want and am mm. I learning from it? Mm. Uh, so, so, so it does involve a lot of creativity coming into our picture, isn't it? When we I think around. we can. I, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, um, it's a little meta where I think, I think the act of quitting can, ins- can empower you to be more creative. But then also I think quitting is a creative act, right? I mean, some might say it's like, you know, creator destroyer, <laughs> you know, it's like you're destroying one thing, but then creating something else, right? Um, so it's that, that binary that can exist as well, for sure. I think, you know, just to add on what you said, um, let's, let's, let's see, you know, entrepreneur mindset, right? So most of the people, we always say when, when the school days, you need to get into an organization, you need to get an experience. You know, to start off the business about 30 years ago, they said, you need to be average about 45 years old. Then only you have that experience coming in. Mm-hmm. But, but now the trend is the upside down, right? The person who's just coming out of the school start becoming an entrepreneur. Right? Mm-hmm. The person who graduate and get out of the university uh, become an entrepreneur because that's the mindset yeah. they bring in, which is a good thing. But what I want to ask, I just want to highlight here Kuno, is that um, yes, how they become so innovative and creative if they are not experienced something hmm. like in a job or organizational environment. Do you think that quitting will have a difference? Because the reason why I'm going to ask is, um, let's say I just got graduated from the university. I start my own entrepreneurship, uh, my own organization or setup. I fail, right? Hmm. But Normally, we say entrepreneur mindset. Now, we have a lot of people in the you know, big names in the global. Uh, then they say, you don't give up. You never fail. Failing is just first part of your learning. You start, you know, building mm-hmm. it. I think your brain gets fixed to become more creative and innovative. Mm-hmm. Then comparing to you, work an organization and quit mm-hmm. and fail. How does Great. it happen? Because we never, we never quit when, you're, when, we, when we run our own business or on hmm. an organization right? because you don't want to have you keep on trying 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 mm, but, that's interesting yeah, yeah but when you work in an organization and you quit and you start your business so automatically mm. once you fail first time you start quitting that and you're trying another one ah i see okay so what you've observed is that people who have only ever been entrepreneurs tend to like not leave behind their business, even if it's failing. Exactly. Whereas people who maybe have had the experience of working for someone else, they are potentially 
better poise at that rapid iteration, rapid quitting. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay. That's really fascinating. Especially as someone who was the the latter or the former rather who or the latter who uh worked for other companies and then started my own business <laughs> you know and so um so yeah I, I mean i think what you're getting at here is a lot of like the emotions around being an entrepreneur and the emotions around quitting you know i mm. i can i i can envision it being very reasonable that someone who starts their own company right out of school you know I think especially, I mean, it goes back to risk tolerance. Like when we're young, we think everything is so important, right? And life seems so short, mm. you know, but, you know, if you're fortunate enough, like the arc of your life and your career is very long, you know? And so I think when you're younger, conversely, you can kind of dig your heels in and say, oh, no, I must make this work. I must make this work um, because maybe you don't have a, a good sense of what's on the other side of it for you. But I think as you get more experience, uh, wherever that might be, you start to kind of understand like there are other molds for life, you know, and there's not just that one mold. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it goes back to risk tolerance. Like ironically enough, potentially uh, a right out of university entrepreneur might feel all this pressure that this one has to be the one, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas maybe someone like me who like tried and disliked several different industries, you know, <laughs> and uh, different sectors, you know, maybe has um, a more devil may care attitude around just how important organizations are, mm. right? Um, so maybe it's some earned humility, I think, about how important what we do is. Um, I think it's a really interesting observation that you that you've that you've had. I think that's really it's curious. You wouldn't expect that, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, just, you know, you said some humility, right? And one of the thing is like. I quit my job. I'm going to say, I'm going to start my own thing. And, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't do well in that, my own thing. Mm -hmm. He's afraid of that humiliation. Right. Yeah. He, he said, I get humiliated. If I go and say, I failed. That's, that's not the big emotional impact he's going to have. And he's going to carry forward that. So mm -hmm. he, he's, he's, he's in fear of trying new things there. He's innovative and creativity will get closed. I think that's one of the observation. I just quickly grabbed when you say humiliation. Right. And, and here's the last one I just want to ask you. Why do people not quit something they should quit? And then uh, what signs should you look for when it comes for quitting? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think a, a big reason why people don't quit things when they can or should is just the, the shame and the stigma that everything from society to culture to family, all of these expectations, you know, have really fooled us into certain things. Um, you know, they fooled us into thinking that staying put and sticking something out is inherently safer than making a choice and making a change when in fact, we don't always know that, you know, we've been fooled by other people's fears and other people's insecurities that, you know, the result is that, you know, don't quit. Like that's a sign of failure. You know, it's a sign that you couldn't hack it, you know, or, or, um, but in actuality, quitting is just a sign of your own personal growth. It's like, hey, I made this decision 10 years ago. It was the right decision for me then. Mm. But it sounds crazy when you say, oh, yeah, the decision should continue to be the right decision for me now, 10 years later. <laughs> you know, like, because um, you change, circumstances change, society changes, you know, and 
Um, yeah, and so I think I think a lot of um, what gets in the way of people quitting is just that stigma and that shame, and having a really incorrect calculation of risk. Mm. Yeah, how we have worst case scenario thinking about the unknown, about uncertainty, you know, and and you'll see that reflected in the stories in the book where so many people happen to share with me their first big quitting story, first time they ever quit anything in their lives. And they said like, oh my gosh, like I did it and the sky didn't fall. My family didn't disown me. All these things I thought would happen didn't happen, you know? And so it's almost this like helpful anticlimax that they experienced, you know, where they quit this thing that they like debated for years sometimes that were doing and they did it and everyone was okay, <laughs> you know? And so, um, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's um, a big, a big part of what gets in the way is societal stigma and mm. shame. Um, and also, you know, it's something that my book is hoping to correct is that people don't often talk about the times they quit things, right? We don't have examples of people quitting and being happy about it and saying mm. it was the best thing I ever did, you know? And so I'm hoping the book kind of serves as those stories of people, you know, going against the status quo and going against the grain mm. that we don't often get to hear. All right, uh, quick things, two things before I ask the last one. Mm -hmm. One is you talked about calculated risk. So when you're quitting, mm -hmm. you always need to take the calculated risk. Because some people say, don't think about the risk coming ahead. Just get mm -hmm. to dive deep, dive in, experience it, what happens and you know, mm -hmm. you come out of it. That's number one. Number two, have you ever heard, um, or you know, you, you, I don't know whether it's saying the book, I would like to read the book as well. Uh, if somebody has quit and failed, have they experienced their, um, shared their experience with you? Hmm. Okay. So the first question about calculate. So I think that when I say calculated risk, you know, you're weighing the risk of what you're quitting for and moving toward versus what you're leaving behind. Hmm. Right. So I think that's another thing that comes up in the book is that quitting is an act of progress. Like most people don't quit and just do nothing. It's not like an absence of something in your life. You know, it's like opening up space for the next thing in your life. And mm. so again, it's, it's weighing that risk between a lot of times it's maybe comfort in what we know and what we're in mm. um, uh, versus like the unknown or the, the ambiguous, right? Okay. So it, it's not just about the risk of what's to come. It's weighing that against what you currently have, right? right. Um, and then in the story, so I, I talked to people who had no regrets quitting stories. So I don't think in any of their minds, they quit and failed, right? Mm -hmm. Now, many people in the stories, they did suffer they did sacrifice a mm. lot you mm. know like one story in particular this woman who you know i'll i'll be very summary about it um she quit being a doctor and as a direct result her husband left her she and her children were living homeless in a car for a while um and and yet that woman says i have no regrets you know so i think like um because her quitting was um, being obedient to her values, right? Mm. So, you know, it might be on paper easy to say, oh, being homeless or having your husband leave you is a quote unquote failure. But for her, it was a worthwhile trade off, right? Mm -hmm. To, to um, live the life that she wanted. Yeah. 
Wow, that's 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 amazing. I think I think the value plays a vital role there. I think you know that's what I understand yeah. from that story. Fantastic. So, mm-hmm. final one. What would be your key one or two advice for the listeners who's listening from almost forty-five countries? Um, <laughs> when you talk about quit, what would be your advice? Um, my first advice would be um, whenever you're confronted with a decision like that, um, just ask yourself if the fears and the risk that come to your mind are they yours or are they other people's fears for you? I, I'd suggest that, um, and I'd also suggest this idea of it's a risk if you do and it's a risk if you don't. Everything is a risk. Staying put is a risk. Making a change is a risk, you know? So just remember that staying put is not avoiding risk. Mm. It has its own risks as well. Absolutely amazing. I love the, those two parts. Like one is fear is yours or someone else. And um, mm. the risk factor. Thank you very much for sharing. So that's the time that we have for today. My key takeaway from this discussion is about value. How much of value you value yourself, what you want to do. Um, you know, think about that when you want to quit, right? And as as Konor shared, calculating risk plays a vital role in terms of quit. So take those. I believe our listeners got plenty of takeaways from today's discussion. So my special thanks to Konor Bahar, founder and CEO of Mind Hatch. and the author of i quit uh, i i advise i request everyone who's listening uh, get the book and start reading it's some fantastic story i had been through the snippet on it i'm looking forward to get the book and uh, start reading as well you can follow konor on her social media platform and log on to www.iquitbook.com and check out her work what this quit comes into picture when you think about it So Kuno, thank you very much for joining, spending your valuable time um, with me in the cafe and sharing this valuable input of I quit. I think um, I believe a lot of people get inspired. They are looking to quit, but still have that confusion how to quit. I think we would have given a certain guidelines from this particular conversation. Um, again, thank you very much for joining in the cafe. Oh, thank you. And on the last point, I wanted to highlight that if you do go to iquitbook.com. that's where you can find the i quit toolkit where you can download it and you can uh reexamine reframe your previous quits and understand matching your values and even look ahead toward what future things you might want to quit fantastic let me give a try it out of your that toolkit yeah. as well so thank you very much kunur for your valuable time oh thank you so much i really appreciate the opportunity to chat thank you thank you is a lot of stigma and shame in society with references of failure or not being able to stick it out prevailing saying such as quitters never win have tricked us into believing that maintaining a status quo is always the right thing to do or is a less risky choice in fact in life it is a risk if you and it is a risk and if you don't Quitting is a choice, but so it not quitting. 
if you are employed in an organization and you don't have passion and love for what you do and having trouble of quitting due to financial or family commitment what you can do is bring your value towards it try to create the pathway to the next journey in your life while you are in that job so you can comfortably quit if you are an entrepreneur again bring your value and love for what you do here i would say quit the style or the way you run your business which help you to become more creative and innovative as kono beha said don't make others fear becomes your fear that's what's happened today i believe this conversation was very useful for your personal and professional life My special thanks to Kunal Bihar founder and CEO of Mind Hatch for spending her valuable time in the cafe. Do stay tuned in for the next episode where I'll be taking up another interesting topic in the cafe. PI Cafe with Azim at 30 minutes of valuable learning. Keep listening, keep learning and keep growing. tuning in to this episode of EI Cafe with Azim we are sure do hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions please do reach out to me if you haven't done so already make sure you are subscribed to the show which is available in all major podcast platforms you are notified when a new episode is posted so rate it review and leave a comment and share with your friends thank you so much for listening and i hope you are leaving some great things that can help you in your life every day please do follow me on social media m azim sahil and do write to me what topics and from whom do you want to hear it from we will try to get them on board for you till i meet you another episode checking out of the cafe my name is azim sahil stay safe and god bless you